0: (music) Masha Korpacheva is a California-based realtor and a member of the National Association of Realtors in Los Angeles. She's an advocate for selling and buying homes with soul and practicing mindfulness in real estate. With master's degrees in spiritual psychology and linguistics, Masha brings all of her skills to work with her clients. An intuit and empath, she has touched many lives with her outstanding ability to see beyond the visible and helping to come to better understanding of issues and their resolutions. An adventurous world traveler, from climbing Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania to exploring the Galapagos Islands, Masha has a particular passion for the City of Angels. Having landed in this paradise and adopted it as her home, she's been sharing old Hollywood stories since 2007. This podcast is an invitation to feel and experience the souls of famous old Hollywood homes, and to have an in-depth journey to the areas where they're located through interviews with long-time residents. Either you're a fan of old Hollywood in Los Angeles, planning to have a vacation, or an even bigger step, considering a certain area for your future home. This is your opportunity to receive valuable information and insightful advice you won't find anywhere else. In the Mood for California, feel the soul of old Hollywood.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. Are you in the mood for California? Today, we're exploring and feeling Norma Triangle, and we'll find out why there are so many adorable bungalows there, followed by an interview with super talented Maurice Newhouse who is a custom wig maker, and he will share with us what it feels like to live in West Hollywood. And now, are you ready to feel the soul of Norma Triangle? Triangle is considered to be the strongest shape while representing geometric sturdiness. It is a symbol of strength and stability one of the best known and most historic of the neighborhoods is norma triangle in west hollywood and it borders santa monica boulevard on the south and goes all the way to sunset boulevard with doheny drive on one side and san vicente boulevard on the other named after silent film star norma Talmadge, whose husband the film mogul Joseph Shank built a Hollywood studio for her production company, the Dorma-Talmage Film Corporation on North Robertson Boulevard in the Triangle. Walking down Cynthia, Hammond, Clark, Lloyd, Dix, Heath and other streets, you feel as if you are traveling back in time, as the coziness, warmth and accepting friendliness of this area is very tangible. You immediately realize that you are in a tightly knit community rather than being lost in a large city. It feels very safe here. Historians say that the homes in this area were built for the people who worked for Los Angeles Pacific Railway, which was a streetcar company in early 1900s and the depot was located at the Pacific Design Center site. The streets were named after children and friends of Moses Sherman, the founder of the town Sherman, which is now called West Hollywood. These tiny, narrow, and yet adorably quaint streets are ornamented with single-family bungalows dating to the 1910s and 1920s, which, despite their petite size, now in 2022 fetch some hefty prices starting from 1.3, 1.4 million dollars. During those changing times, the bungalow became a very popular style as it was able to meet the needs of the new middle class people who were moving from apartments to private houses in great numbers. Bungalows were low profile but innovative, modest, easily built inexpensive, and therefore very attractive to the buyers. Before World War I, a bungalow would be built for as little as $900, although after the war prices increased to around $3,500. But what is a California bungalow? Derived from a Hindi word bangla, meaning a house in the Bengali style, Bungalows first came into England during the era of the British administration of India. Throughout time, they've been beach homes, retreats, vacation pads, affordable housing, and eventually, in response to California climate and the growing arts and crafts movement of the early 20th century, the style swept the state. Imagine a single-story rectangular house with wooden siding, and a thick front porch, veranda pylons, gabled roof, and wide eaves, generous windows, and an airy interior. This style is considered simple but artistic, an ideal home for people who like practicality and yet appreciate the warmth of family gatherings. As you enter through the front door, you instantly find yourself in an unpretentious living room with a modest fireplace. A broad opening leads into a separate dining room with a small adjacent kitchen. Enveloped in the coziness of the surrounding atmosphere, you look out of the window and your eyes meet the playful bougainvillea that has been eavesdropping on the conversations inside the bungalow over the years. Welcome home, my new friend. And here we are. Welcome to West Hollywood. I'm so honored and delighted to have Maurice Newhouse here with me. Maurice is a custom wig maker living in West Hollywood with his husband and two dogs. Originally from Germany, he moved to New York City in 1998 and eventually he made his way to Los Angeles in 2011. You can follow Maurice on Instagram at wigsfromscratch or visit his website, wigsfromscratch.com. He is so incredibly talented. Maurice is going to share with us what it feels like to live in West Hollywood. Hello, Maurice! Hi, Masha. I'm so excited to have you here with me and talk uh, with you about West Hollywood.
2: Of course, I'm excited to be here.
1: It's such a wonderful area. And my first question to you will be, why did you choose to live in West Hollywood?
2: Well, uh, when I first moved to L.A., I lived in Venice for two years uh, with a roommate. And then I met my um, current husband. And he lived in West Hollywood. And so then, you know, after nine months of driving back and forth all the time, we decided it would be a better idea for me to move in. So then I kind of moved to West Hollywood by default. But um, I think my goal was always to end up in West Hollywood. I just didn't have the means when I first moved to um, to L.A.
1: Right. Right. Totally makes sense. Absolutely. And uh, what does it Feel like for you to live in this area?
2: Oh man, I just really love West Hollywood. I just um, it's just it's almost like a a, a village in the in the big city. Um, and I mean that's kind of like what a lot of Los Angeles is, where it's like all these like small areas um, or towns or neighborhoods that make up this vast city. And even though West Hollywood is its own city, I feel like um, you know it's a gay mecca. It's you know. Um, so fun to be here because you know there's lots of gay guys and um it's just um you know it's part of our community the actual you know city flag is the rainbow flag so um you know it's just it feels home and it feels like you're a welcome and um it's just a, a great community and i you know when i go to my um my grocery store i know the names of my butcher i know the names of my cheese person like i just um it's, it's kind of like living in a, in a village in a big town, I feel like.
1: Yes, yes. I so understand what you're saying. That's very true that Los Angeles consists of so many little neighborhoods. And once people pick a neighborhood for themselves, that feels just right to them. And, they've, you know, the whole community feels very cozy and warm and welcoming. And, you know, the names of, you know, people, you know, once you go to different stores. Yeah.
2: It's a, it's a yeah, wonderful exactly. And on top of that, you get all the advantages of being in a big city, so you're not really like giving up on anything like you feel like you're in a, in a community, uh, which sometimes in big cities, maybe you don't really feel like that. Maybe I, I don't know, I've never lived in Chicago, but let's say, you know, you live there and maybe you just feel like, you know, not as much a part of a community. But um, here it really is. is, It's it's a great thing.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's that's very special, uh, special for Los Angeles. So West Hollywood, you know, there are many people um, who have never been uh, to this area of Los Angeles. How would you describe it to someone um, who would want to visit or someone who would want to have some some sort of uh, an idea what it is like? How would you describe it? Um,
2: It's very laid back, in my opinion. Um, It's very kind of, I mean, obviously sunny and and beautiful most of the year. And it's very, um, it only, I mean, most of the houses, the majority is like maybe two or three stories or single family homes. Of course, we have some, you know, high rises um, with apartment buildings and complexes and all that stuff. But yeah, it's kind of, it's laid back. But at the same time, we have a lot of like trendy restaurants and trendy nightclubs and 20 stores, so it's like a nice mixture of um, living here as well as you know having tourists come to explore all those you know great things that we have here.
1: Right, right, yes, and West Hollywood for me uh, also has always been like a very trendy place, as you mentioned, like trendy restaurants, trendy bars, trendy uh, nightclubs, and everything is very accessible because it's like, it's like right around you, like you're right in the middle of everything.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So um, originally you're from Germany, right?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: And uh, you did live on the East Coast for some time, as you already mentioned, and then you Mm -hmm. uh, came to live uh, in Venice. So... For a couple of you know months, and then how did it affect? How did it affect the quality of your life when you moved uh, to uh, West Hollywood? What changed as compared to, let's say, uh, East Coast or uh, when you lived in Venice?
2: Oh, I mean, I personally, I think my quality of life has improved so much ever since moving to LA or to West Hollywood. You know, life in New York can just be really hard. Everything is just hard because uh nobody has a car so you have to like you know let's say like you go to bed bath and beyond and you have to buy you know a a shelf or something you have to hail a cab and it's pouring rain and you're not getting a cab and it's just everything is like such a struggle right and in la you know or in west hollywood you know uh, you know Everyone has a car. Uh, I can go hiking. I can be outside a lot. I love being outside. I love being in nature. And before moving here, I really didn't realize like how much of a nature person I am. Um, And so I just think it's so great that, you know, in 10 minutes, I can be at a hike and running Canyon and just, you know, get a good workout in, um, be outside, get some sun, be around people. And it's just, I don't know, it's just um, such a great life, I think.
1: Yes, very true. And I think... uh that is so true. Like when you live in a large city, like New York, for example, you're, you seem to be so far removed from nature. And in Los Angeles, everything is like right at your feet, you know, hiking, the ocean, the beach, it's like, it's, it's sunny and warm most of the time. Yeah. And you feel like you want to be outside mostly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I live 25 minutes from the beach is insanity to me, you know, like Growing up in Germany where it's like cold most of the year and, you know, you have a nice summer there, but you're not close to the ocean. I mean, I didn't live close to the ocean in Germany. We have an ocean, but it's north and I wasn't there. Um, So yeah, so like that, I can just drive to the ocean and to the beach here and just go there. It's just, um, it's a dream, you know, for me.
1: Yes, yes. It's a dream and it's a blessing
2: to live in Mm -hmm. such a wonderful climate for sure. Exactly.
1: So what are your favorite activities? And is living in West Hollywood conducive to your lifestyle?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, as I mentioned, I would love to go hiking, my husband and I. And um, I love, you know, walking our dogs, being outside. You know, I love to have dinner parties and host people, which, you know, in New York, there's no way you can do that unless you're like a multimillionaire. You <laughs> have an, an apartment with a right. normal-sized dining room, or even to have a dining room is like such a luxury Most people live in a shoebox, and so did I. (laughs) Uh, You know, like, I mean, that was part of my move to LA because I, you know, wanted to have room for a toaster. You know, like I would, I would literally toast my, my toast in a skillet on top of the stove because I didn't have room for a toaster in New York.
1: True story. True story.
2: Yes. (laughs) I stored, I stored my shoes in the oven. I mean, that's how much, how little space I had. Yeah. uh, In plastic bags, of course. Yeah. So, you know, I love um, that I'm able to, you know, have friends over and be able to cook for them and sit outside. And um, yeah, it's just like a.
1: Yes. Yes. I see what you mean. So you stored your shoes in the oven when you lived in new york
2: oh yeah okay yeah well i wasn't using the oven and i'm like this is wasted space so i put the shoes in a you know shoe bag or a plastic bag and i put them in the oven you know?
1: <laughs> Very interesting. So when you moved to LA and uh, you probably use the oven quite often now, right? I'm sorry? You, you, so since you moved to LA, you started using the oven more often.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, I actually started baking and cooking when I moved here. Um, two years after I moved here. Yeah. Because um, my husband loves to cook and bake and it's always like something I wanted to learn. And, um, I, you know, in New York, I was single, like nobody has room to cook or bake. And so I started, that's actually, I started doing that here and it became a big passion of mine and it still is. So I love baking, I love cooking and I cook every Sunday. So for the week. And then
1: that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Just because of you being able to use uh, the oven for cooking instead of storing your shoes there, like your new passion emerged.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, it's it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful hobby to have, you know, like, it's a, you know, it, pe- humanity has been cooking for, you know, a, a very long time. And it's just, you know, first of all, it brings people together. Second of all, it's an activity that you can do in any kind of decade. So I heard once on NPR that one, if you in, in, engaging in an activity that could have taken place in any time, it's actually much more relaxing than if you're engaging in something that involves technology or something that's specific to your time, because it's so innate to human nature. And so it's very relaxing and very centering to prepare food. So it's a, it's a great hobby to have.
1: Yes. Yes. And this is something that uh, really connects people together.
2: Mm-hmm. Makes yep. you
1: feel at home with them.
2: Exactly. And you're able to express love to to your friends and family and, um, you know, show them your love through your cooking. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I really enjoy it.
1: Mm, I love this. That's, that's a beautiful story. From storing your shoes in the oven to like, cooking <laughs> and bringing friends and family together. That's yeah so wonderful. Uh-huh. So you have a beautiful home. And my question is, what does your home mean to you?
2: It's very, very important. Um, I, I know there's maybe some people that don't feel that way about their home, but it's, you know, my refuge. It's my space where I center myself. It's the space where I welcome my friends and family. And um, it's, it needs to be, I am also, we're both kind of like OCD. So, you know, it has to be clean. It has to be orderly. It has to be nice and tidy. um, And that way, like I can just um, enjoy it. You know, it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's very important to me.
1: Yes. Yes, I can see that. And what is the heart of your home? And where do you prefer to spend most of your time?
2: I would say probably the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the kitchen and then whatever table we sit around to, to talk with our friends around food, you know? Um, cause I feel like everyone, if you are throwing a party, I mean, we happen to have an open floor plan, but I feel like at any party, no matter where you are, people always end up in the kitchen. That's um, true. yeah, it's just kind of like a central, um, I don't know, magnet of the home where everybody feels at home and, um, where just natural conversations arise around food. And it's, yeah, I think that's definitely our heart of the home.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. And even when you're by yourself you're still kind of uh, leaning towards kitchen. You still want to be there. Would you say that?
2: I, we have a nice patio where, where we can sit. So I, you know, enjoy being on the patio as well and the backyard, um, you know, a living room, you know, I don't know if I have a specific um, place, I would say that's like my my spot or something. Uh, so like a oh, bedroom, like, I'm just, I don't know. I just like the a whole, a whole, okay. whole house. so it's
1: whole house. <laughs> whole house yes the house deserves that the house deserves yeah. you to be present everywhere so that's, <laughs> it's a sacred place for you know gathering and uh feeling good and um feeling yes i like the way you said it as a refuge yeah and i think it's also important you know being um originally from another country and as an immigrant you know to have this refuge to have created this refuge um in such a you know huge city as los angeles and having found your little neighborhood. I mean, that's so important. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: So I have a couple of uh, Blitz questions for you uh, about West Hollywood. First of all, what is your favorite store?
2: Um, I really like Candelarium. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard, and I think by just off uh, Crescent Heights. Um, And it's a huge store. They're only selling candles, scented candles, unscented candles. And anything that has to do with scents like room sprays and all that stuff and it's just uh it's a great store and everyone there um really knows their their products um and it's i really it's a it's a it's a store you can spend a lot of time in and money
1: <laughs> wow what a great idea to have a store just for candles candlely mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. wow okay what about your favorite coffee place?
2: Um, There aren't, I mean, I feel like I don't go to coffee places that much anymore because I like to bake myself now and I prefer to eat my own baked goods, but um, I do like Earth Cafe on Melrose mm-hmm. um, because they do have a wide variety of, you know, pies and cakes and Brownies and, and cookies and coffee and stuff, and it's you know nice to sit outside there. So i like that place.
1: Okay, earth Cafe. I like it too. If they have like some of the best lattes I've ever had, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the outside seating as well. It's very nice and um, relaxing. You know, once you are there, when it's not too hot, yeah, it's it's a lovely. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What is your favorite restaurant in West Hollywood?
2: I think Jacoņi's. Um, I think it's also on, it's on Beverly and Robertson. Uh And it's really nice because ever since the pandemic, they actually turned their outside um, ballet area into additional seating. So it's really uh, nice to sit out there because it makes you feel like you're like in some like Italian piazza or something where you're just um you know sitting outside and um it's and the food is great so yeah i really like that place yes
1: Chicone's is wonderful i love Chicone's. wow we have many similar tastes
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay and uh, where can you take photos that will make west hollywood recognizable right
2: away i would say maybe on uh, Santa Monica and uh, San Vicente, mm-hmm. because there you have um, the rainbow flag uh, street crossing. So basically the, the rainbow flag is like um, painted onto the street uh-huh. uh, instead, of, instead of the black and white uh, stripes for street crossing. And um, I think that's kind of like emblematic of West Hollywood, right. I would say.
1: Yes, yes. It's like the symbol of West Hollywood is like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Beautiful. Well, Maurice, thank you so much for such a wonderful um, conversation. I enjoyed uh, exploring uh, West Hollywood uh, with you and you shared uh, so many wonderful things um, about this area that has become your new home and the home that you love and where you feel you know, the refuge wonderful.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I had a great time. That was was wonderful talking with you.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye-bye.
1: I hope you enjoyed experiencing Norma Triangle with its adorable bungalows and getting a feel of West Hollywood with our special guest, Maurice Newhouse. Remember to follow him on Instagram at Weeks From Scratch. And please, press the like button, follow and share your feedback for the podcast. Your time and support are greatly appreciated. Next time, we are traveling to Burbank and we'll explore the portal of the folded wings. See you there.
0: In the mood for California, feel the soul of old Hollywood.